So Ida does not like this. <laughs> Ida does not like this. <laughs> um, lulz. All right. So where? We're here in the Kinscrap tent where the action is about to begin as the tavern is lifting in a collective voice and singing the Kinscrap song as the match begins. A shanty, if you will. So let's talk about this game. Also, I'm going to add one thing real quick to my beautiful players. Um, I know how much y'all are betting. Uh, put that in chat. I don't know how much Langston's betting, so if you want to put that in chat. And then Waffles, if you can at one point for me, like as we win, like do the math on, on what this means and like what everybody gets, that would be very helpful for me afterwards. Um, but first, the tavern game. Kinscrap is a contest of strength and determination. It's an arm wrestling game, which is the epicest and coolest way to describe arm wrestling and how I will always do so from yes. now on. So, two wrestlers locking hands in battle until they pin their opponent's arm to the table. Throughout multiple rounds, each wrestler will make a contested strength check. Victory is awarded to the first wrestler with three consecutive successes. There are two things that you wish to know and utilize. Maybe, maybe not. Momentum. Momentum is that the victor of the current round's strength check has momentum and gains a bonus of plus two to the next round's check. This bonus increases by a plus two with each additional victory, but it's removed when the opponent wins. And then there's over the top. Once per game, a wrestler can choose to take one point of exhaustion to give a plus six to their current strength check. If possible though, you should tell me this in secret if it was against another player, but it's Maggie Moon over here. So you're going to tell me this before your roll. All right? Okay. May I ask what the... Because I don't remember all the D&D rules. The first level of exhaustion is disadvantage on skill checks, right? Or is it just attacks? Uh, disadvantage on skill, skill checks. Okay. So does that count for an ability check strength? Will I be rolling a disadvantage for the rest of the combat after that? No, ability checks. Uh, so if you do is just a straight strip check. Yeah, that actually does count as a ability check. Never mind. A skill check. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it should be probably like the the way it would work is like it's like the final push, like where you risk it all basically. Yeah, you want it to be the final push, and then if you fail, you're probably kind of screwed. So. Don't get exhausted. Yeah, just don't don't fuck up. Waffles, right. what's the big deal? I can only do it once <laughs> per game, so I can't I can't push it to the limit. And you know, all our money is on you, so like, it's fine. Yeah, how yeah. much money is on uh, the table right now? Uh, I'm curious. Fifty on the table, and then I think twenty from 40. each of them. So forty, so ninety total, just between like PCs and however much thousands the bar is throwing around, probably. If you lose, Perfect. we are asked. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's going to fuck me up pro bet. <laughs> Don't well, lose. I'll probably lose. Let's go. I'll bring out my lore of a there at D20 for this one. Oh, oh, oh snap. Dark Symmetry dies. All right. 
Here we go. The horn blasts, and it's it's to an extent that like you can tell there's some. It's not just like somebody blowing into a conch. It verber like reverberates across the entirety <laughs> of the bar. It is carrying through magically. Go ahead. First contested strength checks. We have a th oh yes, yes ninety gold and a thousand bits. <laughs> Okay, what's her pl what's her what's the plus to her strength? Be ready to make it rain <laughs> what in would you like to I'm know? I'm just saying. What's it? What's yours? What's your plus? Plus three. Mhm. Mm okay. All right. First I roll. I like how the answer was. Mhm. Mm is mm -hmm. a fifteen. It, uh, I want to make sure because we 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 mess this. I I mess this up sometimes. It is just a strength check. It's not like strength check parentheses. Athletics or something. Athletics. Right. I believe this is going to be just strength. We're going to say just uh, strength checks okay. against each other. And it is natural 12 for a 15 for me. And this is... All right. Against an 11. Whew. So... As you clasp arms on the table, the little uh, head kind of poking out from underneath the table, watching y'all with intensity. The referee also staring at you all with intensity. As you grasp and you tighten your grip and you just start and you you're making some you're making some headway. You're like, oh oh I got this. I can do this. And Maggie Moon's like staring at you and. Like, there's no, like, half-assing this right now off the bat. And you're both, like, gritting your teeth right off. And she's, like, she's resisting. And she's, like, glaring at you, daggers. Uh, but she looks stunning doing it in her beautiful red dress and perfectly placed golden crown. We continue. Huh. And I do believe this means that you currently have momentum, I believe, right? So you have a plus two to this next yep. check. There's only one way to win. That's Kate to win. There's only one way Just to win. Keep, That's Kate keep my to hand win. in there every time I roll so Seraph can come look at it if she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I usually get hot when I roll dice, so they keep getting better and better. Uh, natural 15 on this one for a 30 20. <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> Damn. All right. Because, of, because um, of the plus two as well. So. Yeah, with the, the momentum's a lot. Absolutely. Um, so with this, this is actually just a uh, 17. Oh, God. So you continue and kind of straining. And at this point, you see Maggie Moon being like... Like trying to just breathe heavily through her nose, and she's like focusing, and the sh the crown on her head like shifts just a little bit, teetering dangerously, and she's aggravated and annoyed, and she is not liking this. Is it? Look over at Hex. Like, why is this so attractive? <laughs> <laughs> is it cheating to talk during it? Hmm. Crash talk is as long as it's ailed. short because it's pretty like you've had two rounds now like it's it, this is this is quick this is a quick match but by all means go for it what yeah do you yeah say? not even okay. really trying to distract her but Kay would look up 
like also been staring daggers into her eyes kind of like just very serious during this moment but when she feels herself like getting to like the 45 degree mark on these two successes Mm -hmm. uh, she goes and maybe a date in the future Me, syrup, yes. <laughs> um, K, K is completely serious about it. It's not, it's not to throw her off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she looks up at you, like, from staring at the... You're, like, your grasped hands. And you know how, like, you're staring at it with intensity as you're gritting your teeth, and then her eyes just kind of flicker up to you. She just smiles. Um, and we're going to roll again. You now have a, currently you have a plus four, right? Yep. right? Two plus two stacked. Um, now I'm considering here, I have, I have, a, I have a conundrum to the, to the, uh, to chat real quick. Do I use my own, uh, you know, Lore of Athera, Dark Symmetry die here? Or do I continue to use the Sirens called Chunky D20? This is a very important critical decision, and I will blame chat if it fails. So no pressure. You want me to do the one thing that only we can do and come over and roll beside you? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's okay. But yeah, chat. What's it, it's getting hot in here. No? It's getting hot. Ooh, you can take that exhaustion, though. Even the GM can do it. Kay's going to. Oh, I know. Ooh. Yeah, Kay's going over the top, period. Because ba- basically the way I see it to win. is if, if the GM doesn't, it's a high likelihood for me to win. And then if the GM does, we're both at disadvantage. <laughs> That's fair. That is so fair. So tactically, I should be taking the over the top right now. <laughs> well, let's find out. The problem here, the real problem here, y'all, I just want it to be known, is that waffles and rolling is absolutely off the charts. It was yesterday. Every hero point that he used was in that <laughs> 20. So Literally, I, I, the chances of me winning... All right, we're going to use the Siren's Call. Right. This is on you, Anne. On you, Anne Richmond. I'm ready, for, I'm ready for that nat one. Uh-oh. Great. That, give me that nat one. All right. All right, what's you get? I got a natural 11 mm-hmm. for a 21. Mm-hmm. You want to come see what I roll? <laughs> <laughs> the response was gross. Um, she rolled a natural 19. Boo. Oh, does that Boo. mean the momentum goes the other way now? You lose the she, momentum? If she wins, maybe she. What if she only has a plus two to stream? <laughs> Spoilers. Yes. She yes. does. The eight. <laughs> Foot tall woman who we all yeah, want to step on us as a plus fucking two. No. Now I I don't <laughs> want to spoil the modifier for you just yet. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm not going to tell you the total, but I will say that she beat because you saw the the roll here. Sure, yeah. Uh. So she. Well, can I can I use a hero point or something? <laughs> 
Uh, no, no. we're playing D and D. So I didn't know if we had like advantage or something here. Maybe, maybe, maybe she has inspiration. Advantage is too OP, unfortunately. Uh, wow. Like I, I know it isn't, but it God, is. I oh, just, we don't I love... have our cleric. We don't have guidance. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, it's okay. That's okay. Well, no magical intervene. Uh, no, this is interesting. This is yeah, interesting yeah. stuff. Okay. The chat and the tavern goes to a hush as slowly she inches her way back over, uh, not letting you finish it off. And as she grits her teeth and focuses and pulls it back up a little bit, she looks back up at you and gives you a wink. <laughs> again, roll again. He winks back and is now rolling in disadvantage. I saw that face. What is that, a nat 20? If it is, I don't think I can beat it because she's got... Stiff. Uh, disadvantage was a 10. So... Wait, hold on. I'm so, I'm so stupid. Hold on. I really... I don't think we can go back. It's hand off the chest piece, but I didn't add my strength modifier to that last roll. What? I only added the momentum and the over the top. So I, I rolled a natural 11. I added a plus 10, but I have a plus three to strength. So how much was it total with the? Uh, 24. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I was like, I was like, oh, wait, my 10 is actually pretty high. And then I realized I didn't add the strength modifier to the other one. I just added all the, the momentums and the over the top. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. So one more time, sorry, the total was? 24. Because it was a nat natural 11, plus 4 for momentum, plus 6 for over the top, and then plus 3 for strength. I... <sighs> I know, I'm sorry. So I just rolled a natural 20. <laughs> Wait. If you took the, uh, you wrote a 19. If you took the plus six, then I still wouldn't have won. Because so, that would have been a 25. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But I didn't use the plus six. She didn't do the over the top. Uh, oh, hmm. shit. But it, it's fair to say if you don't want to get back, I understand. I just she I forgot about it. That's fair. That's fair. But she does recover that little bit of momentum. But we'll do this. I, you don't have exhaustion. That's the little retro we're going to do. Okay. It's going to be a loss, but it's not. You don't have exhaustion. And so she does gain this momentum. Now she did roll a natural 20. So now go ahead and roll one more time because you just rolled with disadvantage. So this is your contested check for this next round. Not gonna be the natural twenty. Uh, Seventeen total. Okay. So with her natural twenty and the plus two to the momentum, she is now back in the middle and she starts overtaking. And so now you guys are back to center. Well, it's just three consecutive wins, right? So if she wins the next one, she probably just. Mm -hmm. Oh, true, 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 yeah. true, 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 true. So she starts. Yeah. So we'll say she starts. She starts bringing you back to like to you're now on the defensive. Yep. 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 So like next win for her, she wins. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and you feel like sweat kind of like starting to like gather as you're really just exerting, all, you're gritting your teeth and exerting all your energy to really <laughs> get this going. One more and you no, lose no, all no, that no, money. No, 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 can I tell if she's going to use the over-the-top? Like, can I say I'm going to over-the-top if she does? Mm-hmm. Um, you look at her and how she looks. And you Damn can tell fine. she cares. You know, make me a perception check. Oh, goodness. I think I'm bad at this. <laughs> 14. That's not bad for my minus two. Yeah, so you look at her and you can tell. So as you you're this close to her now, okay? She has long black hair, a dented golden crown on top of it. Her arms and face are scarred and weathered from a hard life. Yet she is still strikingly beautiful. And you can tell with how she pose po- uh, poised herself with how she's dressed that she cares deeply about her appearance, about how she presents. And you don't think that she is going to, even in this moment, risk that. Risk that she has to like look like she's trying? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will not over the top. All right. Yes. Natural 18. For a uh, 21, because I don't have any momentum or anything. So. so for her, it is a 17. So you return that volley Ooh. with one of your own. Um, and we're going to say at this point, this is the last one. We've been enough back and forth. This is it, y'all. This next roll, winner takes all, because y'all are getting tired even without this exhaustion. You guys are, this is a, there's only so long our wrestling matches can hold because it gets tiring. Yeah. Okay, I'll uh, over the top then. Well, <laughs> I mean, fine. I mean, I mean, I was gonna push it to the end and over the top again, like last time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, go for it. Okay. All right, all right. Mhm. Natural seventeen. So that's a twenty plus two for the momentum. Twenty-two plus the over top. Twenty-eight. 19 for Maggie Moon. Uh, yes! So you slam yeah. her arm down on the table to the the tavern explodes. Absolutely explodes. Kate, um, Kate leaves her hand on hers for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you oh slick motherfucker, you! <laughs> she like her disposition shifts and she glowers for a second and she just looks at you with this like like daggers in her eyes and then your hand like lingers for a second and she glances down at it and she takes her hand out from under yours and you got, you were tied uh, hand to hand like at the wrist uh, with a rope for this yep. mm-hmm. and she just like rips it off of her basically um, drops it to the ground, looks at you, and then seeing obviously the eyes of absolutely everybody in this tavern, 
looking at her. She leans back and kind of like amicably all of a sudden, just kind of like, congratulations. Uh, yeah, I think Kay will speak up a little bit and like kind of rub the back of her head and say, I'm a little upset you didn't go all out, but I'll take the win. And say it like loudly enough for other people to hear. Uh, she notes it. She notes it. Uh, but she stands up and kind of like, you know, smooths out her dress and, and goes to head back to the table, leaving the 50 gold like on the ta- on the little like thing for you. Um, and like she looks like she pauses at the like after lifting the tent flap and like looking back at you. And she's just like, you can make your request. And like basically writing, like, you can go back, follow her to the table, make your request in, in a bit more privacy. Um, and the tavern... Uh, going wild, cheering, having a great time. Like drinks are toasted. Like people are groaning. The diehard fans are upset. Like there's a whole wet wash of emotion that waves over like the entire place. And uh, the crowd, the a lot of people like kind of uh, put, go to sort of almost like swarm the bar at this point because everybody has had like, <laughs> drunk everything that they've had and so like the bar's super busy all of a sudden and y'all Hex and Langston are like busy uh, dealing oh, with I'm, I'm making sure that everyone's money gets uh, properly laid out at this point you know Absolutely. all the people who betted on K gets their proper due and well, oh, so what I'm do so we cur- get? We get three times what we put in? You should get three times of profit what you put in. So you technically, like, if you put in twenty, you'll get eighty back because you get three, oh yeah, you get baby 60 in profit. Thank God Amazing. somebody understands this because yeah. I yeah, know. I was like, Waffles, I, I was you getting there. <laughs> got you. Right, we were on it. So, with that, uh, money is exchanged and hands are, uh, you know, some some had to be pried from, but. Nonetheless, uh, you go to to collect your dues um, as Kay returns to the table. Um, what, between Hex and Langston, real quick, as you guys are, are dealing with this money, who of you has like the money from Fonley? Uh, it's it's Langston for sure. Langston. I think we discussed. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And both of you are collecting Langston. You're the one that's collecting for Kay, right? Because because Hex was for. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So as you're doing so and you're collecting this money, so how much do you have now? Eighty gold. Oh, my my positive monies at this point is without counting the five hundred is ninety two gold. Okay. Um. You do so. Uh, you start collecting hexes with you and helping. Um. Can you both make me perception checks? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Uh, 19. Just saying, if okay. a pickpocket comes at me, I'm going to bite <laughs> off their neck. Yeah. You get ate by a dragon. <laughs> For a 12? <laughs> okay. Um, so, Hex... As you are moving about with Langston and and collecting this money, uh, you glance back to the table that you had you were previously at, um, and you notice an individual uh, at the far corner table that was not there before. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. 
You return to Maggie Moon's table. Yep. She leans back, kind of like, you know, like uh, massaging her wrist a little bit, like, well, how can I help you? What's your request? Kay is uh, a little sheepish at this point, not like really not wanting to throw Maggie like off. Kay never wants to ruin someone's reputation, especially if like Kay's not taking the reputation up. It's not like Kay's going to become the next Maggie Moon or anything. Uh, But she, so a little sheepish now will kind of lean forward and say, it's a pretty simple question. I just, I was wondering if you had heard of anyone named Kay or seen anyone that looked like myself coming through here. takes like a, a a better look over you. K is an acronym at best. I can tell you a list a mile long of individuals names that start with K, my dear. Jeez. But once that look like you she's really like discerning you over and she's like stand up and do a, a twirl for me. Uh, she will stand up and do a very, like, it's it's not Stunted. it's not a twirl. It's like a it's like a fumbly spin. Yeah, like it's like a, okay, I'm, I'm turning yeah, around. Like, Look here, I am. Here's my arms up in the air. <laughs> she kind of uh, smiles. I'll be honest, I don't know, <laughs> but thank you for that. Uh, how about this? I will keep an eye out for you, an ear out for you, but is there any more information that you could give me? An age range? A profile of any kind? Does Kay think that she can trust this person? Um, I think <laughs> even without an insight check, it's, you know Maggie Moon's, like, if you were coming here and being like, oh, this performer, I'd be like, okay, insight check. But you're coming at this knowing that the strays are something more than just performers. So obviously she runs a, a, a gang of some sorts. Uh, they're always utilized. She had interest in the book. She is going to, she collects knowledge regardless. So can you fully trust her? No. But do you think that, like, if she says that after you winning the the bet, will she keep her word to actually look out for things? High likelihood, yes. Okay. Uh, Kay will lean in close, almost at, like, a whisper. Uh, Obviously, I don't think she can whisper to get the sound across in the bar, but we'll, like, kind of also cover her lips so no one can read them and say likely someone that could be my mother at the very least and and Maggie sort of like nods uh, knowingly um, and she kind of waves like two of her little like crew over uh, whispers something to the two of them uh, and it seems to be like 
from what you catch, like a general description, like Kay, da, 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 and the two, and then she's like waves them off, and the two of them go uh, off. Yeah, and Kay would lean back at this point and say, "I can't tell you what to do, but ideally, this doesn't get out to anyone who's not who you can't control." Interesting choice of words. If that's the case, then I would not consider. Okay, we'll give a, a wry smile and kind of double pat the table and say, well, next time I see you, maybe we'll uh, pick it up where we left off. <laughs> uh, she smiles at you, uh, but otherwise uh, doesn't seem to fully react. And uh, but like it's like a knowing smile, definitely. Um, and she just kind of like waves you off um, as you are off to return. Now, Hex, this uh, individual that you as I lose my place, hold on. Uh, this individual that you now see occupying the cornermost table um, is is not alone. Um, so, one second. Um, alright, so. You just notice somebody there, uh, watching kind of the, everything that's gone down here, and watching with, like, an interested, like, relaxed pose. He has a drink in front of him. Uh, you don't know how long he's been there. She, she sort of like elbows uh, Langston and says, do you think that's the captain? Only one way to find out. And then Langston starts walking towards him. Yeah. All right, so the two of you head over, and then after a little bit, Kay, are you are you going back to, with everybody else? Uh, Kay will stop by their table first for a second, just kind of sit down, take a drink, put a little put a little of the leftover meat in their mouth, just like take a breath at everything that they just went through, and then go join everyone else. All right, um, and it's not the table that they're at, like that that they're going towards, is not far off at this point, right? You yeah. guys are and, all in that same little corner. Yeah, when she sits down, she's probably like watching them, kind of thing, to make sure they don't get in trouble, but not like not even trying to listen in, just taking a breath. Absolutely. Okay, so um, you guys head over, and like I said, they're not alone. Uh, and as you head over, um, you see. A, a collection of other people hanging around this table, laughing, drinking. There's like like a little party happening in this corner at this point, uh, especially after the crowd starts to disperse and 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 uh, everyone kind of comes back over. Um, and the man sitting there is is jovial and and uh, drinking and and seems to be the center of attention, regaling everybody with stories uh, and and exploits as you kind of walk up and, and join the crowd that's sort of gathering around the table. You hear uh, a laughter and uh, oh well really it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. It was you know just one of the many times I've made the journey and um, oh it seems like we have some newcomers. Welcome. 
kind of raises a, a glass. In so your glad he noticed us because otherwise I was going to send uh, Ida to just go harass people into the. <laughs> Are you Captain? I might do it anyway. There's a like a small like little like giggle from like one of the corners, like one of the like women that is, has a hands on his shoulder, and he looks over and he's like, "No, I am Captain Redfall, though." Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I misheard the, the 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 twins, the bar. Say your name, and that's on Captain one Redfall. Of the- <laughs> One of the folk uh, that are standing around uh, kind of looks like, with a raised eyebrows, like, you haven't heard of the great exploits of Captain Redfall before? Uh, well, there's nothing like the opportunity to hear them for the first time. Oh, now, that's quite, I mean, well, I, and he kind of, like, it, it goes off into immediately, like, telling one of the stories. Yeah. Uh, kind of almost where he... I definitely interrupt. I'm like, here's Captain. While I appreciate your wondrous exploits and the stories that I'm certain that you can tell, what if I offered you the opportunity to tell your greatest story? One beyond that of any mortal king. One that would put you in the annals of history forever. He raises both eyebrows and leans forward, putting both forearms on the table in front of him. And he also, to speaking of, there's a lot of impressive people here today, it seems, as he's also an intimidatingly large. Uh, he has, he's a person that carries both presence physically as well as with his uh, ego, if you will. And he puts both forms to the table and the table creaks with the weight as he looks intently at you. And he looks up. And then back at you. What makes you so confident that I'm not already in the annals of history? Did you kill that thing? She says, pointing up at the big... uh the big skeleton on the ceiling. He gives this like wicked grin with like a wink and he's just like, cheers to that. Game respects game. I must say, uh, Garcon. And she's like, ordering <laughs> drinks. <laughs> it's definitely Apple, paranormal. How ever. <laughs> And he raises uh, a hand to you, Langston, and waves you to come sit down. Come. And he kind of just scrapes a chair open that's, like, next to him. And and honestly, like, the person that was sitting there, like, scrambles out of that seat. Um, they and don't, he I just want to hiss. Come sit. <laughs> um, tell me, what is this proposition that you have? Because... I'm not one to pass up another adventure if it's worthy of one. And I basically give him a abbreviated version of the story of Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I make it sound incredibly exciting. <laughs> well, so hold on. What what information are you telling? I, I need to be clear. So we need a ship 
to go to what's the place? Uh, the uh, some epic uh, name that I forget. Yeah, exactly. Where <laughs> we we need to go where Gilgazo went and disappeared in a grotto across Bo- Broken Top Bay. Yes. Uh, Hex. Yes. Take inspiration, aka Chicky Nuggy, aka Hero Point for me for those fancy notes. Wait, we don't do Hero Points enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Langston basically relays that. Doesn't tell so just, who he's going or why he's going for. Okay, okay. Don't mention Gilgazo. You don't mention a lost room. Nope. You just say I we need to get, to to get, to get across place. to Broken Top. And I've heard that it is a dangerous and perilous journey that only the bravest captains and crews would ever attempt to make. And perhaps I am with the right captain. Perhaps I'm with the wrong one. But uh, considering he... your exploits. Uh, maybe throws his head back with a with a loud laugh as he takes like this uh he takes his cup and he absolutely downs it uh like not answering you for a second as he hugs it and for a moment kind of takes my cup and i throw it over my shoulder like i'm drinking it along with him <laughs> there's a one like business, there's one person who drinking. was kicked out of the seat that you are now sitting in that gets splashed on his feet and he's like <laughs> gets like all like upset but doesn't really you know make it. he's there it's fine he's gonna deal with it um but he wipes this thick uh long scraggly black beard um and he wipes the residue off and he's just like oh I've braved the terrors of Broken Top Bay twice and lived to tell the tale you wish to have me do so a third time. Well, all the best stories try, come Captain. in three. <laughs> like, all the best stories come in three, she says. Have you ever done it with a dragon? He kind of tilts his head sideways, like seeing some movement and Ida had been like back uh, curled up and Ida pokes their head out. Um... Let me see. Come on out. Ida, if you will. Ida. The captain offers a potential horde in the future. Uh, And and the captain kind of just like goes along with it kind of. He seems like to have a way with. with, I say this in draconic unless he can understand. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Maybe he can. Uh, (laughs) uh, and, And so he kind of like watches for a second with a very interesting discerning eye and, and uh, as Ida, not one to like not show herself off I mean come on, uh, she's had to hide away for far too long and she kind of comes out um, and spreads her little wings and like makes sure that the light catches them in the perfect ways that she's want to do um, and looks for like anything shiny on the table and you do see like there's uh, a couple of coins that have been like left on the table and you see her kind of because you're sitting there uh, you see her kind of jump off your shoulder and uh, step onto the table and with like a little sort of proud thing you see her like sweep around and you you notice that like those coins are not there after she does that little sweep of the wing (laughs) um Maybe that was her incentive, maybe not. Hard to tell. Um, and Redfall 
looks interested for sure. But also curious. I hear what you have to say. And he kind of looks over at Hex with a with an acknowledgement of like third time tends to make for an interesting story, but it's not a simple journey. And not one I'll make for just anybody. And he sits there and thinks for a second. I could do so for a fee. And you're not likely to find another as suited for the journey as myself. Kind of like reminds you. But why... Should I trust you? I must remind you, as you seem to not be familiar with my work, that nobody boards my ship without pulling their weight. I think you'll find us quite capable. And she, this whole time, has been, like, holding on to her bow, uh, which is still crackling with, like, a little bit of electricity. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, she, yeah, she, she says, um, we have faced a few hardships already after coming ashore today, and we've come out on top of all of them. And after all, we crossed the sea to get here. So I think you'll find us re- more than ready to take on any comers. I look over at And it's Kay. the two of you. Yep. And I point at Kay. Yeah. I'm like, you see that one over there? Did you happen to catch that match of kin scrap that just happened? Indeed I did. Are they with you? Indeed they are. At this point, Kay will start walking over. Yeah, I'm very clearly pointing at you, Kay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Stuff's like six more pieces of cured meat into your mouth and then walks over. You are <laughs> beyond capable. We are probably the most capable that you've ever seen. Easy, she says. <laughs> like, <laughs> under her breath, she's like, cool it. Too much. Um. Well, I do respect a display, a good display of physical strength. And he, like, raises a, a, a fresh glass, like, the one having kind of just been, like, taken away at some point and a new one placed in front of him. Uh, and he raises it to UK as you kind of join in. A job well done. Not many people that bring Maggie Boone to the Kinscrap tent. Kay gives a little nod and tired voice says, Thank you. It was, took a lot out, but be better tomorrow. So the three of you then. Actually, there's we one have, more. Yeah, we we travel we travel with another. Uh, his name is Locke. It's actually He's, two uh, more, right? Right? Oh, right. Yes. Uh, so yes. We have two there more is... with us. Uh, and you see, Bayfire has been like sit, kind of standing in the wall against the like back behind where you were, Kay, like behind your table, uh, having y'all approach and be talking to the captain. Mayfire's like watching y'all but having not not intruding necessarily on on the conversation um but as you all kind of like look back at her she peels herself off from like the wall and, and comes to like join in um and he looks y'all over so two more you said a lock 
Harrington. He has a lot of seafaring experience, or at least that's what he tells us. Also a very skilled healer. Interesting. Not many Harringans around these parts. Where is he? He went to the docks to go pick something up. He'll be around shortly, I'm sure. Attending to some personal matters, I believe. Well, when all of you are here and I can properly judge who all will be joining on such a journey, we can discuss the details. It will cost, as I'm putting the life of my crew at risk. We'll make for a great story. Well, I would love to hear the story of your seafaring friend and what experience they have. Sound like an interesting fellow. And at this point, uh, there's this like little miniature explosion noise that happens back to the side of the tent, the kinscrap tent. Mm. And cursing, and you look over across the room, and both the tiefling bartenders are like, oh, no, not. And, like, you just see them, like, absolutely frustrated as uh, Peregrine goes and, like, jumps, like, under, uh, like, the the bar to get out from under it and start literally just, like, running over to that corner. Uh, and Captain Redfall starts uh, shaking his head, and he's just like, well, that is not something I want to be around for. Meet me in the morning. Where? Here. We'll discuss. Very well. You do your cat. Sounds good. And he stays there, but when he doesn't want to be around for that, he starts drinking more. (laughs) (laughs) That is dismissing us to drink more. I got it. Um, And it's not one of those things where it's like he, if you all wish to try to convince him further or do anything like that, he's still around. You can absolutely talk to him. But he seems to be interested in seeing the whole party. And it seems to be that you would look to wait for Locke to join. Uh, to see exactly yeah. what's going on. But first, there's a distraction of an explosion as a little cloud of a, a purple starts billowing out from that area yeah. of the floor. And in that moment, what do you all do? Uh, have to go towards the explosions because heroes go running towards explosions. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. we'll grab something to some kind of cloth to cover their mouth and slowly walk that way. Um, and as you the purple starts billowing out from that area, uh, the two older gentlemen, uh, Rip and Arlo, kind of like get up from their table and with they seem to not miss a beat. As you're running in that direction, they pick up their drinks and just move over. Uh, one having like one pulling an extra drink yeah. and the other scooping like a cat out of the way and like backing up into like <laughs> a further away table. Like, oh, nope, this is happening. Um, 
Paragon like stops at the outskirts of the space. People exit the tent as the the, the smoke starts to like exude from there. Um, now this is an open area, so some of it does begin to filter out like through through the openings mm-hmm. and the and the uh, canvas roofs. And uh, she seems to stand there, like rubbing her temple uh, on the outskirts of this. You guys run up uh, as you approach. Do you do you go into it or do you? Yeah, she's going to stop and, and talk. Who's rubbing their temple? Uh, the one of the tiefling bartenders. Uh, yeah, this one. Uh, Paragon, I think. I don't want to say the Parable, right thing. Paradigm. Parable, thank you. Okay. Yeah, she... Paradigm, sort of, paradigm. Duh. She uh, drops off the... She, like, buses their, her own cups and drops them off at the bar, and she says, Is this normal, this sort of thing? <laughs> Does it look normal? <laughs> sorry, sorry. No. Yes, no. It's Blink. I, I, he always gets into shenanigans, always manages to do something. And she just like looks up like at the mm-hmm. entirety of this place. Um, and it seems like she's gen- gesturing to like the, uh, the way the building is. Yeah. Um, says, Could you use a hand? She looks over this time, like, for once, like, looking away from mm-hmm. the purple smoke uh, that's beginning to, like, kind of filter upwards and outwards um, and sees you and Hex. Sorry, you and Kay and Langston all standing there. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Recognizing willing individuals that are not her, she goes, yes, yes, uh, absolutely, Handle this, please. Thank you so much. And if you do, uh, I will, a round of free drinks. Okay. Yeah, she okay, says. We'll she says. Real quick. Oh, sorry. Go. Oh, you can go speak first. Sorry. Yeah. She. She says. She says. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No tabs. And she. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'll just try to stop her real quick and like mm. even like stick an arm out to stop her from yeah. running off real quick and say, "Do you have rooms?" Uh, there's an in next door. Free rooms? You recalled that Mayfire has already Mayfire gone to secure oh, okay, rooms okay. for you. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, just just however, kidding. I'll take the drink. <laughs> so off she goes back to the bar. Uh, and there is it, the the room is split so far of like people that are like, oh, yep, okay, moving away from this, uh, but not nonplussed, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some that are like talking about it, some annoyed because I have to leave the Kinscrap tent for this and other and other similar sort of things. Um, as you, as you, the smoke starts to clear a little bit. Um, you do see, basically, there is a upturned uh, like overturned table in the corner that you're beginning to see a little bit obscured from the smoke. Um, and there is a plump gnome who's sitting there like behind the table muttering to himself. Uh, seems to be 
brooding and 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 irritated and like peeking out from over the table and mumbling something and all you catch is the situation. What situation, she says as she like steps in. Definitely what? running up on his shit and asking questions. Ah, uh, what, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, you've alerted the general populace of the establishment to your workings in here. Oh, oh, uh, that, that, yeah, that was, uh, that wasn't intentional, um, but you know what happens. That's okay. Why? What do you want? Do you want to try this? His hand, he literally, like, out of nowhere, pulls out this little vial and holds it up to you. What Hex. does it look like? Can I see? Um, would you like to roll a 1d4 for me and I'll tell you what it looks like? Yeah. All right, that is a three. All righty, so... This is a, it's in this little vial and it looks like this frothy pink liquid. Yes, and she drinks it. <laughs> oh. And he looks so no, eager. No, so I will, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will give a second. I mean, like, this could take you a second to, like, like if you say yes, he's going to grab it. He's going to, like, pop the cork yeah. and start again, like, from behind this little table, like, pulling this, like, stemmed, fluted glass and start yeah. pouring it into Amazing. this. So you all have a second to, like, react. Yeah. Can Kay make a... the equivalent of a crafting check, an alchemy uh, tinker tools check? Just by seeing it from where they are, I'm not gonna like taste it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Ah, uh, don't. It's not a skill in D and D, so I'm just gonna roll my intelligence and add proficiency because I think that's about how it would go. I like it. Uh, so 14. Okay. Um, it's. It's not something you've ever seen before. That's for sure. Uh, okay. uh, you're not quite sure what it is. However, um, as he pops the cork, this little gnome and pours this frothy pink liquid into this fluted glass as it hits the air, it starts to steam and nearly boils as he goes, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold this, don't drink it yet. And he, like, holds it off to, to Hex. Yeah. Um, hold on. And, like, he ducks back behind and he shuffles through his bag and pulls out a couple of ice cubes yeah. from a little bag. Like, like that makes sense. And uh, throws a couple of ice cubes in. And the drink settles into, like, a fizz. And as you do this, like, Kay, you, you don't, it's imbued with a lot of magic. Yeah. And put it, you're intelligent, and putting this with your role into, like, what just happened with the purple smoke and how erratic this individual is behaving, it's like there's a lot of magic, maybe conflicting magics, being put into this. Like, you don't know what it is, but it's a lot. Sure. Uh, yeah, Kay's 
highly interested as they are. As yeah. buff as they are, they're equally, if not more, on the scientific side of things. Uh, so Kay is going to keep their mouth shut and take a step back. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Hex, you go as the drink settles. Yeah. You get a whiff of it. It smells. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mispronounce this, but it smells like saccharin. Like uh, sweet. What? What is that? Like really sweet. Okay. Sickly sweet. Yeah. She says, "Ah, an aperitif." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, and yeah, she's gonna. And you she's do gonna like go ahead and drink it. Yeah. The drink Yolo. wallops you with the taste of pure sugar. <laughs> so cloying, you can hardly stand the taste. Worse than cotton. Yeah. And yet, weirdly, too hot to chug. <laughs> so you're forced to take small sips. Upon finishing it, well, first, why don't you make me a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> oh, boy. Sweet. All right. That's a natural 19 plus my wisdom save. Uh, so 21. Okay. Upon finishing it, you begin to comment on how awful it was. But you start giggling to yourself <laughs> instead. Amazing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, she she just like takes it, uh, like is like looking for the answer in the gla- in the bottom of the glass. Uh, and then she just starts giggling like I'll never tell like that kind of style (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Splink kind of looks at you really curiously and he's like watching you with like big beady eyes huh that's not supposed to do that okay well uh, how about you you guys want to try these are your friends these are your friends (laughs) it's her head but it's like like the laughing like it's yes but the shaking her head like I don't (laughs) know excellent Uh, and he kind of squints his eyes and she's like I get it I get it no I have some of those too I uh uh yeah no I get it uh but you uh you did and like Kay you seem to be the most like interested and attentive okay how about you (laughs) you want one can I try you want to try it you're new here. I haven't seen you before. You want to try she one? She kind of peers her eyes. I'll try something different. Oh, of course something different. There was only one of those. Okay. So you will? Okay. Okay, no, of course you will. Yeah, no, no. No, it is not. And he kind of like turns around and for a second you see a little brown lizard that blend into the table kind of scurry around and up the, the little gnome's arm. And he's like, no, I know it's the, the situation. is not, it's not, it's not, it's not okay. And like, it scurries back down and out of sight and like into like one, like up the sleeve of his, of his shirt. Um, and he's like, okay, try this one. 
roll a 1d4 for me. Reroll it if it's a 3. Okay. It's a 2. I'm so glad that you got this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm getting laughed at by oh, the two people that know the book. <laughs> he takes out two identical uh, pint glasses and goes to set them on the upturned table, realizes that it's upturned and he can't quite set them on that table, so he kind of scuffles around and moves to like the next table over and sets them on there. Okay. Hold on. And he pours the identical amount of light blue liquid in each of them. All right, what you gonna do? So you're gonna drink this one in one gulp. And then you drink the second one in two gulps. Okay. All right. If I do this for you, you know, brain to brain here. Can we stop for the night? This is the most experimentation you're going to get anywhere. Hmm. Stop. Stop what? Stop drinking? I don't want to stop drinking. Uh, stop drinking this. Switch to alcohol. Stop experimenting in the middle of a bar. Tonight. You can start tomorrow for all I care. Looks up like peering through as like the purple's like beginning to dissipate. Oh. Tonight. Okay. Okay. Alright. Uh, and then Kay will do exactly what they were told. Uh, one gulp. Two gulps. And you hear as you go to do this, you hear him mumbling, assumably to the lizard, saying, Tonight's only until midnight. Midnight. Midnight's tomorrow. Midnight's tomorrow. So we just have a couple more hours. In the mid- uh, in the middle of setting the first glass down, she's like, "No, sun up." Gulp, gulp. <laughs> um. So, as you do so, they taste sweeter than any mountain berry you've ever eaten. And a wave of nausea washes over you for a moment before fading. Wait. Yes. No. Okay. Whew, that's good. <laughs> uh, leaving euphoria in its place. When the sensation levels out between the two, you are captive to the impulse to say everything in rhyme and rhythm. Goodness Amazing. gracious, why every time? <laughs> Alright, I'll pull my notepad up. When you drink this potion, you will elocute every word you speak as if reciting a rhymed poem, paying no mind if the words make sense or not. Despite this limitation, you understand, however, the literal meaning of every spoken language you hear. Oh, interesting. Which will prove, just remember that, the next time Langston speaks to Ida. Mm. Yep. And as you go to speak the next time, and let's say he grumbles something about, well, if the situation allows it, then maybe, and kind of is noncommittal to you. And as you go to speak, you hear 
an interesting exclamation from yet again across the room back at Captain Redfall's table. As he goes, you. And as you turn to look at where he's looking in the midst of this interaction, you notice Locke entering the tavern. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Oh, no. (laughs) 